0: From sunny Minnesota, this is the Ride Ready Podcast, brought to you by the Polaris Help Center. I am Joe Zemer, and I am not an expert. Not when it comes to wheels and tires for off-road vehicles. But if you're in the market this spring, you are in luck, because today we are joined by two experts. Today, we talk with Mark Thornburg of Moto Race Tires and Polaris product specialist Charlie Olson. They'll get you ready to shop for a new set of wheels or tires. All right, let's start here with some introductions.
1: Let's just go around the room quick.
0: Why don't you guys introduce yourself to us and uh, tell us about your work experience.
1: Okay, hi, I'm Mark Thornberg, I'm with uh, Moto Race Tire. We currently uh, supply wheels and tire to the UTV, ATV industry, and also light truck. I have 20 years' experience in the wheel and tire market in design, engineering, and uh, manufacturing.
2: Yeah, and I'm Charlie Olson. Uh, I've been with Players for about three years now, and I work on the uh, product development side of the... Uh, the accessories portfolio. So I work with uh, Razor, ATV, and specifically for this uh, wheels
0: and tires. So we're talking wheels and tires today. Think of this as maybe your buyer's guide, a little bit of homework if you're thinking about buying some new tires for your your Polaris off-road vehicle. Let's start with some definitions. Right off the top, tires versus wheels. When we when we throw those terms out in this podcast, what are we talking about when we're talking about tires versus wheels?
1: Well, tires are the rubber part that hit the ground, and the wheels are in the center, basically. But The, the wheels will connect you to the hub. Uh, you can you can look at wheel and tire combinations when you're purchasing, but you can also buy each separate. Perfect.
0: Well, let's say I'm buying tires. Where do I begin? Let's start with the characteristics and some of the vocabulary terms we will hear when we're looking at tires and how those impact our decision. What are some key terms and, and characteristics we should look at?
1: Yeah, when you're buying tires, a lot of the terms you're going to hear is ply is one of them. And, and ply in, back in the olden days used to be how many layers of rubber or sidewall were attached to the tire. Today, the ply ratings uh, from 4, 6, 8, 10, 12 ply, and basically in the UTV industry, it's 6 and 8 and 10, are related to strength and load. So basically, the stronger and the more load the tire has, the higher the ply rating. You can look at radial or bias tires. A radial tire basically is a smoother running tire, but has less uh, anti-puncture capabilities um, in general. But you can also make a radial that has a strong anti-puncture, and that that all comes down to the number of sidewall plies that are in the tire. When UTV usually has uh, two to three to sometimes four to five to six plies, and the plies are the actual wrapping that goes around the tire from bead to bead that protects the tire core and the sidewalls. There's and the bias tire is more of a lateral woven tire that has less plies in it and usually is a is. Can be a stronger tire if it's heavier but usually it's a lighter tire and more flotation
2: yeah and just a quick note on uh, the types of ply so a bias ply historically has been a lot more common in the atv utv segment uh, historically but uh over the last handful of years we've seen a shift more toward uh, radial tires for uh, the consumer pro- consumer preferences
1: yeah charlie i think that's because we have uh, a higher speed in the vehicles right now and a radial tire seems to work Better at higher speeds. Uh, a bias tire will tend to, sometimes when it sits, it'll flatten and take off. You'll have a, a little bit more of a rough ride. So I think that's kind of a natural tend now with the radios coming on for some of the higher horsepower vehicles.
2: Yeah, absolutely. The vehicles are a lot more capable, so you need a tire that matches the performance of the vehicle.
1: So when picking a tire size, you first of all, want to see what size is on your vehicle so you have a relative reference. But you can also increase size uh, based on the vehicle. Uh, An increased size... To, oh, OD on the tire will give you more clearance and sometimes uh, will increase the uh, flexibility in the ride, but also might increase weight. To find out what size would best fit your vehicle, you could get a hold of your tire manufacturer, the brand you want, and they can point you in the right direction. So you also need to remember when picking your tire size, you need to match that up with your wheel size. So if you're currently running a uh, 14-inch wheel now, those will be the last two digits in your tire size. So if it's a 33, 10, R14, 33 inches would be your OD, 10 would be your width, and radial, 14 inch would be the rim size.
0: Let's talk more about tire sizes then. What are the factors that play into our decisions when we're picking a size of a tire?
2: Yeah, so obviously your vehicle is going to come with a specific size of a tire, and the engineers designed that for that, for that very reason. Um, but uh, based on if you want more ground clearance, you might want to go up to a, a larger tire. Uh, granted that putting a larger tire might put more wear and tear on other driveline components, uh, keep that in mind. Um, but for certain rock crawling applications or mudding, you want that ground clearance. So it might be a, a considering factor that uh, consumers consumer okay with making. Um, so you can basically just take into account what physical clearance that your vehicle has when upgrading your tire. Or you can upgrade your rim size as well as long as there's specific clearance for your vehicle. You know, typically in the ATV industry, uh, tire sizes are measured in inches. So typical sizes run between 26 inches all the way up to 33 inches. Um, and your, your outside diameter of the tire is going to be the first number. The second number is going to be the width of the tire. And then as Mark uh, mentioned earlier, the uh, the third or last number is going to be the size of the rim that the tire fits on. Um, but in the, the truck Jeep industry, uh, there's also different sizing uh, Four tires based on millimeters, and I don't know, Mark, if you want to get into that a little bit.
1: Yeah, you bet, sure. There's one other thing too when you're when you're looking at that 15 Charlie or 14. If there's an R in front of it, then that would that would mean it's a radial tire. And, and when you're going up in tires, yeah, you're going to see something like maybe it's a two 255 75 R 15. What that is, it's a metric, and what that metric would go to would be a 33 by 10 R 15. So. They're basically one is in inches, one is in metric. So you can kind of match them up. 255, 75, R15 is the same as a 30 by 10 R15. One other feature about uh, going to bigger tires is, of course, they all look cool. (laughs) (laughs) So you want to have that cool look, go big.
0: you guys have any particular favorites if you're looking for a tire that that works for you best? It
2: definitely depends on the the style of riding that you do. So uh, across the country, we see a lot of different terrain. So... Uh, there's, there's guys that like to run high speed in the desert, and they need a lot of anti-puncture and uh, a really beefy stout tire. Uh, there's also guys that uh, would run down in the, in the mud, so you need a lot of ground clearance, aggressive lugs, lugs that clean out, um, as well as there's certain people that encounter pavement and rock and mud, so they need an all-terrain tire that'll do it all really well. Uh, personally, I like to run something that's pretty much like an all-season tire.
1: And you'll see both bias and radial mixed amongst all the tires that you're looking at. Um, a lot of the tires have, uh, especially the Pro Armor line, has segregated their tires to be a radial f- for more of the desert high-speed um, trail riding tires. And then they've, we've made our bias tires into the sand and the mud tires so you get more flotation. Okay, let's
0: let's touch further on riding environment and the terrain you're gonna be riding in. How does that impact your choice? And maybe what are some some common terrains that you've seen people that ride in, and what sort of tire that should they pick to match that terrain?
1: Yeah, I think when it comes to terrain and, and tire selection, your biggest ones are sand uh, because the sand dunes can be really really light sand, and some of the some of the uh, all even uh, some of the better all-terrain tires will have trouble in the sand. So usually we Pro like Armor has a sand selection of a paddle tires with 16 paddles that go on the rear and then the front is a three leveled, uh concave smooth tire which helps steering in the sand and the paddle helps with your traction. The next would be a, a deep mud scenario where it's down in the south, we have like a gumbo mud and, and where they have the races. Now those tires, you're gonna have to, the two, two and a half inch lugs that, that really dig and, and clean. So you got wide space gaps between the lugs and then very, very deep down. Also, those guys like to run pretty heavy, aggressive sizes. So, unless you're really into that mud and gumbo, it's probably out of your league. Most of the tires fall into the range of all terrain, which is, you know, trail, rock, and sand, dirt, gravel, a little bit of pavement. I mean, a perfect tire for that explanation, that to kind of compare to one would be our Crawler XG, Pro Armors Crawler XG, or Pro Armors Crawler XR. Both of those were made for basically all terrain. The XR was made for more desert. The XG was made for more rock. Now, if you're just needing a good utility tire, or something you need around the farm, or you're going to be, you know, putting a lot of lot of field miles on it, and you just want good wear, I would look for more of a more of a higher ply tire, maybe a, maybe a ten ply uh, that that has a little harder durometer and will will wear more, and probably the same size on each side of your on all sides front and rear let me get into that a little bit on sizing so you have an option on your front to run nine inch wide or ten inch wide uh, tires the reason we that set up that way is basically for steering control and grip in the rear it doesn't have to be that way and, and we can still get good steering if you do put uh, let's say ten inch wide all the way around The advantage you'll get from running 10 inch wide all the way around is you'll be able to rotate your tires and you'll be able to use them. Uh, They'll get more wear out of the life, get more life out of the wear. Yeah,
2: and just a quick aside, if you're running a a 10 inch wide tire on all four corners of your machine, if you do encounter a, a flat tire situation or scenario, if you're out rock crawling or you roll off the bead and wreck your tire and you happen to have a spare, that can go on any one of the four corners rather than front or rear.
1: Yeah, Charlie, I think we've seen that pretty good of uh, what's, what's going on in, like, the Midwest and some of the farming communities that, that like to run the, the four of the same sizes. And, and a perfect advantage of that is our, our harvester tire that, that comes in a 10-inch wide for all four sizes. And the main reason feedback we get on it is because of the tire rotation and the wear. And the life of the tire.
2: Yeah, those are a pretty beefy tire and the farmers also like that because uh, around the Midwest, the corn stocks here are engineered to be just about the size and strength of tree trunks these days, so uh, you definitely need a pretty robust tire to hang up.
1: Yeah, now that tire's a 10-ply too, and that's what it was made for, so that's one of our only 10-ply tires along the dual threat, and even in the yeah. industry, there's very few 10-ply tires out there, but when you see that tire, that's, that's really where you want to be looking. If you're really in heavy terrain that you got a lot of chances to get get flats and you're carrying a lot of load, you're pulling things. 10 flight tire would be where you want to go. You know you're going to see a lot of different tread designs out there when you go to look for for uh, tires. And you're going to see the longer uh, more compact tread and to the shorter blocky tread. Most of the treads are, are doing the same thing. Uh, It's It's usually done more on a size basis and how what kind of what kind of terrain you're in. So, if you're in a desert terrain, you like to look for the more square, blocky tread patterns. Uh, sometimes if you're in the f- uh, mud and a lot of sand and mud, then you kind of look for the more elonged lugs and more space and gaps. A- another area that, that is, is relevant in picking a tire is the drometer. Drometer is a measure of is how hard the rubber is, and just either hard or soft. So, the higher the drometer number, say like a 64 or 69, is a hard tire. Where the lower is, say like a, a 42 or a 44, it's about as low as you can go. And that's your super sticky, they call it, tire, which is relatively kind of a gumbo tread. Um, when picking a tire durometer, you really, it's for your terrain. So in indices, we usually use a harder durometer for desert running or road, hard pack, gravel, whatever it says. It's a, um doesn't need the sticky compound as far as we use for rock crawling or mountainous you know slick rock Area, so the the stickier the compound, the more traction it has. What are we looking at if we are going to be riding in the snow? Well, in the snow, that that's a good that's a good question. There's not many tires out there in the UTV industry that are made for the snow. Um, fortunately, Pro Armor has one. It's called the Whiteout, and it works wonderful. It'll take you to your fish shanty and, and get you around wherever you want to go. But if, if you're not, uh, if you don't want to run the Whiteout, you can get a good trail tire, and I would look for deeper. Be deeper lug depth, so something with over a half inch, maybe three quarter of an inch to an inch lug depth, so you can so you can get out, and also something that would clean fairly easy, so the snow would get out and it wouldn't pack up and get slick. Again, our crawlers, our dual threats uh, for Pro Armor are good examples of those, along with the white up. Operating
0: pressures, what is what is important to know about the PSI you're going to have in your tires?
1: Well, if you look at the sidewall of your tire, it'll give a recommended tire pressure. It'll say uh, 16 PSI at 1350 pounds. And what that means is if you load your tire to 16 PSI, you can load that vehicle, that side of that vehicle to 1300 pounds or the total vehicle to, to 5200, 5300 pounds. So that's what that reading is. So it's, it's always a good measure to look at that. It doesn't mean you need to run your tire at that. Um, usually it's best to run the tire up to the max when you first get it, let it breathe a little bit, let it know the air is in it, will let the tire stretch out. And then take it down to the the PSI you really want to operate at. Uh, in the desert, you, you probably want to keep it around that 16 PSI a little harder. If you're out working, um, basically just driving your tire, you want to keep it close to that recommended pressure. But if you're in situations like rock crawling or sand or any place you want to deflate your tire pressure, you can do that and you basically buy the feel. Pro Armor Tires have a, a, a bead in it that's called an apex bead. So you're able to deflate those to eight to six PSI if you needed. So I would check with your tire manufacturer on what their recommended PSI is, knowing that you can, you can go below that if needed. So if you're buying wheels
0: in addition to tires, let's talk about wheels then. Um, what are the major styles of wheels we'll be looking at?
2: Yeah, so there's a couple different styles of wheels. Uh, the, the two kind of most prevalent categories would be a beadlock wheel versus a non-beadlock wheel. Um, some customers might want a beadlock just for the style and aesthetics of it. Uh, some might want it for the function of uh, being able to air down their tires to a very low PSI, so probably four or six pounds, um, to really get that sidewall and the tire to flex around terrain like in rock crawling applications. So that bead wall or the beadlock actually uh, sandwiches the tire between two metal plates of the rim, and uh, that just allows the tire not to roll off the rim when you're requiring it to operate at low, low pressures. Obviously, a non-beadlock rim has two beads on each side of the rim barrel, and you seat the tire to that, and that's how you operate the tire. Another big factor for consumers when they're upgrading their their wheels is just a purely a, st- a style and aesthetics standpoint of the vehicle. So you take a look at the vehicle, and one of the most noticeable features that change the overall look of the vehicle is uh, the the
1: wheels that are on it. And you know, the beadlock also, Charlie, is is usually the choice for more, many of the racers out there. Uh, They not only like the the attachment to the tire and making sure it doesn't spin, but it also uh, gives you another level of strength on your bead rim on the the rim of the tire wheel, so it avoids cracking or any leakage. Another thing on wheels, you have your uh, OD, which is like 12 inches, or in your width, which is, let's say, 6, 7, 8 inches width. What you want to do is you want to match up your width to the tire width of the the tire you're buying. So let's say you have a a 14 by 7 wheel that you're going to buy— now, that, tire, that wheel will go all the way up onto an 11-inch tire. So you could go all the way up to, to a 2911 R14. When you get over that, that's not recommended. by And these are also TRA recommendations on tire width. So you can kind of keep that in mind. It's, it's 4 inches. So if you're buying a 7, you can go to 11. If you're buying a 6, you can go to a 10. So that's pretty common in the industry. Now, you can void that when you're going to a paddle tire or a mud tire. You can go from an eight to a twelve because you're going to want the flotation. You just need to be careful on the beads because the beads could roll at that point, so make sure you got a good tire like the sand or sand x t from pro armor, and you'll be able fine
2: yeah, Mark, to just uh follow up on the the size of the wheel compared to the size of the tire, making sure that they match um essentially what you're referring to right is uh the rim is going to be a little bit narrower than your tire typically, and that would be either stretching or compressing that sidewall to make sure it seats on the bead. So that'll uh, essentially make the tire appear more or less ballooned when when it's mounted on the tire.
1: Yeah, you're exactly right, Charlie. So let's say you got a an eight inch wheel going on a ten inch tire, the t- sidewall tires won't won't blow it out as much as if you had a six inch wheel going on that ten inch tire. Exactly. Yeah. Another another thing about we. The wheels, Charlie, that we need to consider would be their offset. And the offset is really how much the wheel varies from the center of the wheel. So you think of the center of the wheel as being zero. Okay, and if you want to go to a positive offset, meaning the wheel goes underneath your car more, you could go to a plus 62, which is 62 millimeters from the center of the wheel. And that's what that plus 62 means. And you'll also, and then if you go negative, you would go, say, you'd go a negative negative. 62, and it would put the wheel all the way out to the outside, and you'd have a big bowl on the inside. There's another way of calculating those, those uh, numbers. It's called by uh, front and back space. So the same instance, so the, the 62 offset would actually equal a 5-1 uh, backspace. So it would be a 5-inch backspace and a 1-inch front space. So you're going to hear both those in conversation. Basically, they're, they're, they're telling you the same thing, where that wheel lines up underneath your vehicle. Today, most of the vehicles are coming with a higher positive offset and a wider, wider wheelbase. So you need to be conscious of that. So if you have a, let's say you're buying a new Razor S today and you want to put wheels and tire on it, you would need to keep that offset in a positive because that the tires on the uh, the wheels on the S are coming at a plus 38 to a plus 60. So you want to be conscious of that, even for two reasons. One for handling. Two for how they fit on your trailer and where you're going and what kind of trails you're running in. Let me double emphasize that because this can be a problem, and I've seen it happen quite quite often. If you get your new S with a 72-inch wheel spread, make sure it's going to fit in your vehicle when you put new wheels on it because if you don't match that offset, it could go out an inch, inch and a half, and you'll be hitting the sides, and then you won't be happy. <laughs> and then you're shopping for a new trailer in addition to tires. Yeah, you'll be shopping for a new trailer in addition to tires. So, You know, what I'm talking about the higher-offset, Wheels. I, I need to be clear too, because they're still, you know, you're, I'm talking more in the high-end vehicles, the uh, the razor end type vehicles. But you get into the utility vehicle type, the Rangers, the the Generals. They they are more of a, a mid mid to high offset. So, and the, and the, the uh, also the wheelbase isn't quite as long. So one thing you do get out of a, a lower offset wheel is is you get a little more design space, a little bit look better look. Um, so if it fits in your trailer, overall you're going to get mostly the same functionality out of it in a Ranger and a General vehicles.
2: Yeah and personally I've uh, upgraded my wheels and tires on my Razor and uh, obviously the the look is a big influencing factor on why I did that and uh, you know looking at the truck and Jeep industry everyone's doing a little bit more offset and sticking and poking those wheels a little further outside of the tire so it's a definitely a, a cool look that you want to go after but you have to really be considerate of your trail restrictions. So I'm limited at 65 inches but there's certain states that are you know, really strict on 50-inch limitations. So when you're choosing a wheel and tire offset, um, just make sure that you're being compliant with the trail
1: regulations. Yeah, that's a good point, Charlie. And, and you know, also we get a lot of questions, you know, what's the difference between 12, 14, 15-inch, you know, which, which tires, which wheel should I have? And, and th- that's really up to you in most, most instances. Now, a lot of the vehicles come with 12, 14, and 15-inch on it. The manufacturer has that chosen for the vehicle, so matching that isn't, isn't bad. Um, but you can also take a 14-inch and go up to a 15-inch. The, the benefits you would get out of that is going to a 15-inch t- wheel and you decide to go to a bigger tire, it's a better combination because you have less aspect ratio of the wheel and tire. The aspect ratio is the amount of sidewall exposing compared to the amount of wheel. So if you just do the math on a 14-inch wheel, you've got one inch less or two inch less sidewall Well, uh, that could get damaged and you know punctured, or it also makes the tire function better uh, as it gets bigger.
0: Some other things you can add to your vehicle are some accessories that kind of play into what we've been talking about here. Charlie, what are some of the key accessories that if, whether it's spare tires, tire carriers, that sort of things that you might want to have that would help you with your, whether it's a on-trail repair or just functionality.
2: Yeah, if you get out there in the sticks, you're going to want to make sure that you uh, can get yourself out. So obviously a winch is going to be a a useful tool. So if you get into a a scenario where either you get stuck because you dig down too much or uh, there's too steep of a grade and you don't have enough traction, you want to make sure that you uh, can safely evacuate the situation there. Um, You can also choose to uh, carry a spare tire. So we have tire carriers to accommodate uh, a whole rim and tire addition to the, the vehicle. Uh, so if you get into a scenario where you have a flat or you roll off the bead, it's a lot quicker repair than trying to reseat a bead on the side of the trail to slap a new tire on there. But you also have to jack the vehicle up. So, if you want to carry a high lift jack or some kind of uh, jack device in the in the bed of the vehicle, that would be a, a necessary addition as well.
0: Do you recommend any kind of tire fix kit to have
2: in your yeah, vehicle? Absolutely. Uh, you know with the more robust tires, there's a lower chance of puncturing the tire if you run over a cactus or uh, you know a hard corn stock. Um, but uh, having a tire plug and seal kit or a tire slime is a, it's a liquid that you pump into the tire and it coats. It'll, it'll seal a, a leak temporarily, but you'll definitely want to uh, replace the
0: tire at that point. All right, gentlemen, thank you so much. Thanks, sure. right, Thank you. A huge thanks to Mark and Charlie and a huge thanks to all of you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please consider leaving us a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe wherever they get their podcasts. If you want to learn more about Polaris off-road vehicles, check out our archived episodes, and then check back each month for new content. Until next time, this has been the Ride Ready Podcast. The Ride Ready Podcast is brought to you by the Polaris Help Center, your first stop for vehicle information, maintenance tips, and how-to videos. Look for the Help button in the upper right-hand corner of any Polaris brand website. Remember... All riders should always wear helmets, eye protection, and protective clothing and footwear. Read, understand, and follow your owner's manual. Never ride under the influence of drugs or alcohol. Ride within the limits of your own abilities and never engage in stunt or exhibition driving.